Hi, I'm Latresa. And I'm Clancy. And we are a mother-daughter duo that shares a love and admiration for all things Elvis. On this podcast, you can expect a deep dive into the life of Elvis Presley. We will discuss books written by Elvis's friends, family members, and others who knew him best. We will critique and enjoy Elvis movies, concerts, and music with those who grew up listening to his music, watching his movies, enjoying his concerts, and hopefully inspiring a new generation of Elvis fans along the way. With all the misconceptions surrounding Elvis, we want to remember his life and his legacy. The man, the friend, the entertainer, and the philanthropist. This podcast is dedicated to those of us who celebrate the life of one of the greatest entertainers of all times. Let's Talk Elvis! Hi guys, welcome back to the Let's Talk Elvis podcast. It's Clancy and Latresa. And today we are going to talk about Elvis's first movie, Love Me Tender. So, Love Me Tender was uh, about Confederate soldiers led by Vance Reno, played by Richard Egan. They rob a Union train of its payroll money, but because the Civil War officially ended the day before, Their theft was not a legitimate act of war. Now an outlaw, Vance takes his share and heads home where he intends to marry his fiancée, Kathy, played by Deborah Paget. But upon arrival, he discovers that he has already married his youngest brother, Clint, played by Elvis. The troubled family tries to reconnect while also evading the law. It was released November 15, 1956 and directed by Robert D. Webb. Okay, uh, first film. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was really a sad movie, not only because Elvis died at the end, and we'll get into some of that a little bit later as we go on, but uh, some facts. The original name of the film was The Reno Brothers, um, and... This was the only film that Elvis was not given the like, uh, mm-hmm. given credit for uh, like starring Elvis Presley. Um, he was uh, it. He was actually um, introduced, introducing Elvis Presley in this movie. Um, so that was something that um, was a first. Um, actually, his part was supposed to be small. Um, he did a screen test for Hal Wallace in March of that year at Paramount Studios. And uh, Joe Hazen, who was Hal Wallace's partner, said that Elvis had great potentialities. Um, the sad thing, one of the sad things that I uh, found with the movie um, as a whole was in early interviews, Elvis had always wanted, he, he had the desire to be a an actor, and he wanted to do serious roles. And so when this film comes along, um, he's excited. He's he's young, he's inexperienced, and uh, something that I, that I uh, noticed was um, interviews that, um, that Elvis had done early on. He talked about maybe um, taking acting classes, and um, he made the statement that he didn't want to sing in his movies because he wanted to be known as a serious actor as well as a singer, and he wanted to keep the two apart. Um, 
but it appeared that um, Paramount didn't have a movie for him at the time. So um, Wallace did offer him a contract for a movie, and there were options for at least six more films. Um, they signed him to his first movie contract, and then uh, because of, uh, I don't remember the name, but there was a, a small screen western that had done well, a small budget western that had done well. So uh, they. Uh, 20th Century Fox was planning to do a um, a Western, and so they contracted, they loaned Elvis to 20th Century Fox. Um, in the beginning, his part was very small, but they began to realize his potential and popularity with the young people, and they were hoping to reach that audience, so they quickly gave him a bigger part in the film. Well, I'll say, I've not, I had watched this movie before, and I didn't really remember much about it. It is definitely not my favorite. Um, I was telling my mom I wasn't exactly looking forward to this podcast because I don't have a whole bunch to say about it. Um, the, the ending was sad since he died, uh, but I... Immediately, I was trying to take notes. The first thing I wrote down was how impressed I was with his acting. He really was a great actor. And to think that that was his first film. Like, you see all kinds of people nowadays, singers that decide they're going to go act. Or you see these Hallmark movie actors and actresses. And while definitely there are some really great ones, there are also some really not so great ones. And I thought... To be a boy from Mississippi and Tennessee thrust into Hollywood and doing his first movie that he did an incredible job. Um, I thought that his part, they made him, his character, seem a little stupid, which annoyed me. I I don't like that on any television show. Like, they just made him seem dumb and naive. But he played it off really well and... I really enjoyed it. It makes me sad to think of what all he could have done as an actor and was never given the opportunity because all they ever wrote for him were these musical ballads with terrible songs. Not that I don't like them, but just knowing his potential, it's sad that it turned out that way for him. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, But, you know, I think it was a great experience for Elvis. Um, and his earlier movies, you've got Love Me Tender, um, I know you've got King Creole, and even Jailhouse Rock, you see where he is, 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 is seriously acting, you can take, you can see where he is, he is, um, before he went into the service, he really, um, he was becoming a seasoned actor, I mean, you know, not, not, like the other guys, but um, but you could see he was trying, and I've read where he showed up the first day on set, and he not only knew all of his lines, he knew everybody, um, the lines yeah. of everybody that um, was in the film, but also the name Love Me Tender, um, you know, that song was written in the 1800s, um, and it was originally titled Ara Lee, 
And uh, it was actually a song that was a favorite of the Union Army, and this takes place in the Civil War. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. But Elvis and the musical director of the movie took the melody from Ara Lee, and they developed the song on the movie set. I've heard a whole lot that Elvis never wrote a song. You you hear you see that a lot, and I did research on this, and everywhere that I came up with, they actually they tweaked the song and uh, made it fit more for the movie but um, it was his first non-rock ballad that he had sang and in the movie one thing about it though in the movie he had a dramatic part and when he sang, it kind of made sense. It did. I was going to You know, also he was sitting that. on the porch and he's singing yeah. with his family. And I mean, then, you can see that happening. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes to uh, the school where they're building the school and he's singing on stage, which, you know, they're having the big celebration and dinner on the grounds. And I mean, yeah. it was natural that yeah. he would sing. It wasn't like some of his later movies where he's he driving. Broke out yeah, where song. he's driving down the road with a car and just breaks into song. Yeah. Um, but. I say that I think it's sad, you know, um, when whenever the film came out, uh, of course it did great on the, uh, you know, the reviews and everything was, was great, and uh, the girls just came out in droves. They were trying to come up with, uh, they were trying to, to reach that audience. Apparently there was an older audience of the moviegoers at the time, and they called it a juve film, from what I've read, and I guess that's for juvenile or whatever. But um, but the the young girls just came out in droves to see the movie, and uh, when uh, Elvis was on the scene, which actually it, we were twenty minutes into the movie before Elvis even makes his debut, yeah. um, he wasn't in the the first. 20 minutes of the movie, which, you know, shows that he wasn't the star of the movie or anything. I thought that was interesting, too. That was something that I didn't really realize. I mean, it's been years since I watched this movie, and one of the first things I thought was, he is not the star. He He, is, he's a supporting actor. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Um, I also read, uh, it was his first uh, Tom playing a historical character because it was based loosely on the real life Reno gang, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. And that, spoiler alert, when his character dies at the end, um, apparently fans heard this spoiler before the movie came out and they were not happy with this ending. So that made the studio alter the ending just a little bit to make the fans happier, and that's when they added the ghostly image of him singing over his grave, Love Me Tender. Um, It premiered at New York City's Paramount Theater with 1,500 fans lining up the night before under a 40-foot cutout of Elvis. And I've seen that picture so many times of that big, giant cutout on top of a building, and I didn't know it was for that premiere. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, it, it was a huge success. Something else that, that I thought was, was neat too is in the movie, he's his, he has his natural color of hair, the brown hair. Um, and by the time that the spoiler had come out and people found out he was dying and everything in the movie, uh, they, they had him to come back as a ghost. But in, if you look he has his black hair, it's longer, his style, whenever he's the ghost, he's oh, wow. 
He's yeah. It's I'll not have to the go back and yeah. That. It's not the same. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool where they that had to cool. add that. They did do an extra an ending where he didn't die, but they decided against that one. Um, but I don't know how it would have worked if he hadn't have died. I don't know either. I don't know how. But that was the best way that they could actually do that. And I've also read how his mother cried when she yeah. watched it. She was just heartbroken to see her son die on screen, which I understand that. You know, that's that's so sweet from a mama's point of view. Um, but the women, the girls acted so, you know, it was like he was on stage when he, when he appeared, they would scream and everything. And, um, so that embarrassed Elvis, um, Mm -hmm. from what I've read, that was very embarrassing to him and it, and it distracted from the movie because you really couldn't follow any kind of a, you know, the, you couldn't hear, that irritates me very badly when that happens. <laughs> um, and I also heard that, uh, or read somewhere that, um, when he died, all of the girls in the, in the movie theater were crying and all of the boys were clapping, <laughs> which I thought that was kind of cute. Um, but it kind of set, Love Me Tender kind of set the, um, the tone for Elvis movies in the future where um, he would be considered more a singer than he was Mm -hmm. an actor. Um, And, you know, the studio couldn't really figure out where he fit in. I read that uh, 20th Century Fox, they they wanted him because of his popularity, and they were trying to, you know, market his music, um, his musicality, but... He was wanting to be. He wanted to be an actor, a serious actor, and they were trying to cater to that. And like I say, his songs kind of made sense in this one more than in later films. Yeah. Um, but it kind of set the tone and made him basically um, a singing actor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we know um, that his films just got worse and worse and worse as the years went on. I mean, I liked them as a child growing up, and I still like to watch them. But as far as him wanting to be a serious actor, they were you're really not watching them. Yeah, when you not watch with them, the. You're not watching them. There's no with, story. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're just watching them to watch Elvis and hear his songs, because there's some that are really good songs in them. Oh yeah. But you're not watching them for a storyline. You're watching them because they're Elvis movies. Exactly. Uh, something else that was interesting, um, if you if you were looking, I, I hated the storyline um, that his brother, he married his brother's basically fiance. I mean, it yeah. was really, it was a, a love triangle. It was really a sad love triangle. Um, and when you have Vance come back, who was played by Richard Egan and was basically a star, and Deborah Pageant, you had the two of them in the movie the chemistry they had, um, something that was interesting. In the movie, Vance kisses Kathy, and Elvis, who is Clint, doesn't kiss her. He's married to her. There's no kissing goes on. I didn't think there was any chemistry between them. No, but there's not. Um, it's just like he's 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 very immature I know, and very... I... You know, she just marries him because he's basically well, she, all that. that but yeah, I do think she, she cared for that family. 
I, I think she cared for him. I think it was more like have, a brother. Yeah, but she didn't have that love. But but in the movie, it's ironic that there it doesn't have a kissing scene with mm-hmm. Elvis and his wife, mm-hmm. but his brother and his wife have a kissing scene. Elvis wasn't he didn't get his first screen kiss till his second movie. And but in that's Loving one of you. the reasons I don't. I wasn't a fan of this movie because. He he was so immature and so naive, and they didn't have any chemistry, and it was just kind of... I also thought it was really hard to follow. Like, it starts up, and they're in, you know, the Vance and his other brothers are in the war, and they're robbing the train, and I was kind of like, what is happening? I'm so confused. I don't remember the storyline. I hope I can figure it out as I go along, and I was able to, but I don't know. I, I, Like I said, for Elvis, I understand him wanting to be a serious actor, and I'd say if he'd gotten more roles, I would have liked him, but this one just wasn't my favorite. This just goes to show, I mean, it was all a ploy with uh, the colonel. I mean, he does, he wasn't, Elvis's interests were not as important to him as the fact that they could sell his music. And you've got to think about, not only is he going to star in a movie and uh, get top billing and be with a beautiful um, co-star, but he's also going to have a soundtrack with all these songs on it. And so not only are they going to make money off of the movie, they're going to make money off of the soundtrack. You know, you got to think about it like that as well. And... Um, but I, I I think the whole thing to me, it's very sad because it um, it sets the tone for the future for him. Um, basically, I mean, he died as an actor, and uh, you know it, it. He became a. Um, at the time, those movies were popular. Though you had Frankie and Dee Dee movies and all these other, all the Bikini Beach movies and stuff. So at the well, time, it was popular. Money, which is what the Colonel and the studios wanted. They didn't care. Right, but uh, and the Colonel just loved to brag that Elvis was the top paid actor in Hollywood. They right. didn't care. They wanted. They wanted the money. Exactly, and the songs got. More Worse ridiculous. I mean, it was. It's really sad that when you think of what he could have offered and what he was given to offer, and basically forced to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's just sad thinking about and 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 thinking about how he. You know, he had to be frustrated, and especially as he got toward the uh, the end of his uh, contracts where he was doing the movies, and he was having to do these movies and. Um, it's just really it's sad, but as far as Love Me Tender goes, I think it's um, it was hard to follow at first. I've seen it several times, and this was the first time that I it really understood they didn't realize the war was over when they robbed the um, payroll when they got the payroll. Yeah, well, I mean, the movie starts. You don't know who these guys are. You don't know why they're robbing this train. You don't know. I mean, it it was hard to follow. It was. It really was. But you have to think of at the time, movies um, were, it was a, a, not like it is now where we have, it was more just an entertainment for somebody to be able to go to the movies uh, was, was a big deal. So it wasn't like, you know, they really had to 
have a perfect storyline. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess I'm used to nowadays movies. You've got, there's always a song and you're going from character to character and they're going about their day not even talking or they might say one or two words but they're setting up the storyline where you kind of feel like you know a little bit about the character and a little bit about their life and their habits and things so when the story starts you're a little bit more acquainted with the people and what's going on around them whereas this it just went right into the story well if there were to be a love me tender remake um you would you would have where Probably you would have the romance with Vance and Kathy and them leaving and going to mm-hmm. war and finding out that he had died. and I yeah. mean, they would That's do it a it lot missing. different but I understand now. that it was 1956. Right. But it's still a classic Elvis movie that everyone should watch because it was his first. And I do think that he was an incredible actor. And it is sad that that's really... I mean, it's not where his serious acting career ended because King Creole and, like you said, Jailhouse Rock were two strong ones, I felt like, for him. But um wasn't my favorite. And we've kind of been all over the place with this movie review, so I hope you stuck with us. And I'd be curious to know what you all think of Love Me Tender. So... Head on over to our Instagram at Let's Talk Elvis Podcast and let us know what you think. We would love to start up a Love Me Tinder discussion and um, follow us on there. And we'd love it if you could give us a review and uh, subscribe to our podcast. And we'll have another one out next, next week. week. Yes, we will. Um, you guys have a great week. God bless. Thanks. Bye.